Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and you're listening to Angry Millennial. You must be prepared to ignite. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Angry Millennial Podcast with your host, Jose Rosado, and co-host, Stevie Chris, where we talk to creatives and entrepreneurs from all walks of life and passions about the creative lifestyle, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Be sure to check out our site, theangrymillennialshow.com, and sign up for our newsletter to be eligible for prizes and giveaways, as well as stay up to date with new shows and upcoming guests. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by Borrow Lenses. Bring your vision to life with the gear you want when you need it. Don't deplete your resources by investing in gear you may only need once in a while. Instead, grow your business by using high-end gear before you can afford to own it. I know for me, for many years starting out, this is how I got the shots I needed with the glass I couldn't afford at the time. And plus, it's great for trying before you buy. With thousands of rental lenses, cameras, lighting, and all the tools to trade for hobbyists and pros alike. Get to use specialty gear such as underwater cameras or telephoto lenses for that once-in-a-lifetime adventure without a huge investment. You can choose the gear you want, tell them when you want it and for how long, and they'll ship the gear directly to you. You can book far in advance and secure all the gear you'll need. Visit borrowlenses.com and enter AM10 to redeem your exclusive 10% Angry Millennial discount. What's going on, AM Nation, and welcome to the Angry Millennial Show. Today, we have Nikon ambassador, speaker, and commercial fashion photographer, Dixie Dixon. Dixie, thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me. This is such an honor. So Dixie, we met at WPPI this year. Yes. And I know you've probably been a staple there for years. And we talked about, you know, how it all kind of came together for you when you first started going. But I mean, I've had to get on my soapbox every time I talk to someone from WPPI because... Mm -hmm. It was my first time ever going. And I've known about it for years. I've been shooting for 10 years. I always knew about it. Never went. I had lots of friends who went. Wow. I just, yeah, I just, I just, I kept dragging ass and saying, ah, I guess I'll go. I don't know. I don't really see the benefit. Da, 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 da. So I tell everyone now, like, that's going to be our, our definite, like, one show. We'll head up a couple, but that will always be hitting up WPPI from now on. Oh, that's uh, just awesome. It's been a great, it was a great experience. Yeah, absolutely. It's it really helps your career as mm-hmm. far as the networking, mm-hmm. listening to other speakers. It's definitely helped my career a lot. So I when try did, to go every year. I was gonna say, when did you start going? Oh gosh, the first year that I went, I I actually won an award. Um, it was like a scholarship out of college mm. to go to WPPI. So oh, that's wow. where I kind of found out about it. So that's really cool. Yeah. So I got to go for free that first year and uh, learn from all the photographers. I was just out of college. So definitely helped mm-hmm. um, the learning curve a lot. Right, right, right. Well, that's yeah. great. That's awesome. I didn't know yeah. that. So, that was probably six years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so tell us, um, how did it all start for you? I mean, were you always creative? Uh, did photography come first or was it, you know, any like drawing or painting or, or anything like that? 
I think it was always photography. I mean, I am an only child, so I had to find ways to entertain myself growing up. (laughs) (laughs) So photography was one of those things. I can just remember getting my first little point-and-shoot camera and, Mm -hmm. you know, posing things around the house. This is when I was really little, Mm -hmm. just working on that. And so I think I always knew... I wanted to be a photographer. So every job that I've had in my life has been photography related. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've had Little League photography, like in junior high. Wow. um, Yearbook photography. I mean, I've shot every kind of photography. Nice. Nice. I mean, you you can appreciate like for for people like I I teach at some local colleges, but it's like literally photo, digiphoto 101, you know, Right. I, I tell them that shoot everything. Because you never know, especially in the exactly. beginning, what you might like, you know, what pays you well, but it's kind of boring and you could just balance <laughs> that out. Right. And so true. If you can get a jump on that like you did, it's great. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know? So I figured out what I love to shoot and what I didn't so much love to shoot. Like mm-hmm. I don't really love shooting products. Mm-hmm. Um, I love people and I love the connection with people. So that's definitely become my, I guess, niche. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, same for me. It was, uh, yeah. I took one class in college. It was like a digital photographer, kind of what I teach now. Yeah. And uh, with a point and shoot. And then when I had to do my final project, I realized I really liked portraits because again, I could just hang out with people and like tell a story. Right. I thought it was great. So, you know, fast exactly. forwarding, you're now, I wouldn't, you're still pretty new in your career. But <laughs> at the same time, you've had a lot of, or success in the short time that you've, uh, you know, you've been really kind of going at it full time. So as a professional, I know you've had a great working relationship with Nikon as an ambassador. Yeah. So tell us kind of how that come about for you. I mean, was it was it literally the first scholarship at uh, the the first thing you won to go to WPPI? Was that kind of what kicked it all off? Or, it or really how, was. How did, oh wow! Look at that. It's crazy how that happened. So when I won that award. I ended up meeting the president of Rangefinder magazine mm-hmm. and connecting with all these people. And fast forward a few years, um, he randomly introduces me to a marketing director at Nikon because he knew that I've shot Nikon my entire career. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at that moment, I met the marketing director and he's like, yeah, I'll critique your book. Just bring it by. Um, and this is at a trade show mm-hmm. at WPPI, actually. Mm-hmm. And so I brought it by the next day and he really liked it. Um, he told me to keep him updated on my work. And so I would shoot new work and every few weeks just send him an email with all my new images. Mm-hmm. So then about a year goes by and they eventually hired me to shoot for one of their cameras that was coming out. Um, then a year after that, they launched the ambassador program. So it was kind of, uh, organic mm-hmm. how that happened. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. No, I think I think you nailed it. I mean, when, when we were at WPPI, one of the people we spoke to that you know is uh, mm-hmm. Alexis Quaresma, right? Yes, and absolutely. So, you know, we're talking about his, you know, first Sports Illustrated cover, you know, how he's doing yes. work for HBO. And he's, you know, a young guy too. And what was so funny was, you know, he said it. He's like, people don't like hearing it, but it's literally nurturing those connections, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 ha- and having the patience, that's the hardest part yes, because we've all so been true. there where you're sitting there sending, imagine, you know, you're sending this Nikon director all your work and for like every, every couple of weeks, you're like, oh, check out this, check out this, check out that. And it's not till like <laughs> a year or two later, right. It finally starts coming around. And for yes. him, it was the same thing. He's like, I would send him stuff. They'd be like, 
you know, Alexis is great, just, you know, not for us or, you know, and, and it was, <laughs> you had to keep going and be persistent, but also be patient enough to not just like say, screw it, screw them. I'm not going to try anymore, you know? Right. Um, That's very true. You put yeah. it perfectly how you just said that. That yeah. is very true. It's an so, organic process. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. what was that first camera you shot? Not with, not um, with, but what you said with when that when Nikon was like, "Hey, why don't you shoot well, one of the first cameras?" What was it? It you was remember? it was the Nikon One. So you know the Ashton Kutcher cameras yeah. series. Mm-hmm. So it was just the small point and shoot Nikon One S One. Oh, but they okay. needed their whole, um, I guess, campaign shot for that. And mm-hmm. it's funny because all the Nikon um, shoots are actually shot with the camera that they're advertising. So I set up this whole production and then I'm shooting with a little point and shoot. (laughs) You're like, this feels weird. It did. It was like, I was just out shooting with my friends. (laughs) Oh, that's too funny. That's great. Interesting. That's great. And that's the one thing. So, so I'm a Nikon shooter as well. And you know, I know that Nikon has been doing a lot over the last few years, with yes. listening to feedback of the working professionals, you know, seeing what they want out of their cameras, um, yeah. you know, stuff like that, which is which is huge, right? Right. Uh, so how has that been for you and your workflow with your gear? Like, have you seen like a direct impact on, on you know, being part of the ambassador program? Yeah, absolutely. We're able to work with uh, the engineers. Um, mm-hmm. They ask us feedback on a lot of the products that come out That's cool. and ideas for new cameras mm-hmm. and they're very, very, it's like a family. That's really cool. Is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very neat. And you're an MPS member, right? You know, the funny, you know, the really funny <laughs> thing is I've qualified for like seven years. Yes. And every time I email and have like a, what do you call it? The, uh, like the sponsor. I uh-huh. never, I never heard anything back. And I'm just like, what? yeah, 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 yeah. And it's funny because no. someone, I forget who it was. Someone recently said you were their sponsor. And I was laughing going. It didn't occur to me literally until they told me you're their sponsor. And I go, holy shit. And they go, what? And I go, maybe that's why I never got like anything back. Like everyone told me you just need us person who's who's on the program to say, to kind of put your name in. And as long as right. you have X, Y, Z and show that you're shooting, it it um it just goes through kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Crickets. And I'm like, what the hell? And then my buddy was <laughs> laughing going, dude, now you know why. I got Dixie Dixon as my sponsor because <laughs> I'm hoping that it actually gets a little more attention and goes through a little bit faster. Oh. And I was dying and I was like, man, I'm doing it wrong all this time. Because I would think like that to me, like I would think, okay, you know, using a, a, a Dixie or a Chase or something like that would make sense if I'm like, I want to be an ambassador. But to mm-hmm. me, like NPS, it's like a discount on like getting your camera cleaned. It's not anything crazy. And it was so funny because I was like, oh man, I, I've had, you know, I have a D4, I have a D3S yes. and, and all the lenses and all that stuff. And I'm like, you should be. Yeah. I'm like, I should be. Well, so put me down. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll be re- re-entering that form pretty yes, soon. So absolutely. speaking of that, you know, as I said, I'm, I'm a D4 shooter myself. Let's geek yes. out about the D5. Oh my yes. God. I oh, see. I just got it. Oh my God. I see <laughs> all the pictures and stuff and the videos. And it's just, I mean, make me yearn oh. for it even more as if that's oh possible. Oh my gosh. It is a beast. <laughs> it's so fast. I mean, I don't, I'm not even a sports photographer, but mm-hmm. when I'm shooting lifestyle photography, mm-hmm. I mean, it captures those split moments where it's just like, bam, yeah. that is the shot. Yeah. 
And I mean, just the image quality and skin tones, they're beautiful. I mean, it's a, I've really enjoyed working with it. It's such oh. a beast. Oh my God. And the ISO yeah. range is insane. I shot oh. it at, I think 4,000 ISO yeah. the other day. Looked and like it 100. Looked incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's the funny thing is like everyone, so right. everyone loves to freak out over like, uh, like headline clicking, you know? Yes. So everyone sees like the Petapixel article where it's like the new D5 goes up to 3.2 million ISO <laughs> and or 2.3, whatever. And everyone freaks out. That's so dumb. When are you ever going to use that? I'm like, you guys don't get it. Right. Like, that's not the point. That's to get exactly. you arguing about it because you just said it. If it goes to 3 million, guess what? Now 28,000 looks exactly. like 6,400. Right. Yep. And I'm like, and I don't think people understand that no, at all. They don't. And it kills so me. Funny. I'm like, that to me gets me so excited because I also I, I used to yeah. I used to shoot a lot of um automotive coverage. So like IndyCar and and open wheel racing and stuff like that. So I used the frame rate right. speed and and that was why I originally got it, was I wanted yeah. a full frame camera that could, you know, could keep up. And totally. and then suddenly I started obviously taking advantage of of being able to shoot at five thousand ISO and it looking good, right. you know. Um, sixty four is okay, um, you know, for me at least. You know, I'm not a huge noise guy. So, yeah. but then compared to my thirty, my D3s, oh my god, like Such I have a, a I have a hard time shooting <laughs> them side by side and then editing them side by side because I'm like the files just aren't the same. Right. And, you it's know, incredible. I wish, difference. yeah, I wish like I could be like most of the big sport shooters and say, oh, I have two D4s or two D5s. But <laughs> I was like, no, too rich for my blood. I was like, just the fact <laughs> that I got one when I was single was amazing, you know? Yes, um, exactly. But the D5, oh my God. I see oh. all this stuff because you know how it is, right? You're always, <laughs> it's like the iPhone. Are you, are you an iPhone person? Um, Not as much. Okay. But so. Yeah. Like a lot of people, or just say any, any, any. I any have phone. an iPhone. Okay, or like, I thought you meant. Are no, you? no, no, no. Like, like in a sense of, you, you know, you might you might have an iPhone six, not an iPhone four. You know what I mean, or mm. or a three, right? Right. Because a lot of times, let's be honest, even if a phone's working and all these mm. new ones keep coming out, you're like, meh, why not? Like, I got to upgrade. I might as well, you know, whatever. Yes. But I'm not the type that needs like the latest and greatest. Mm -hmm. So when I when the D4s came out. All my friends were like, oh, man, dude, you're going to sell your D4? And I'm like, mm, not really. It's, you know, there wasn't a ton in there. And then yeah. when the D5 came out, I'm like, crap. <laughs> like now, now I'm like, my D4 is probably what now? Three years old? Almost? Oh, almost something yes. like that. So I'm like, it's not that old. It's still a great camera. You're it fine. Is. You're fine. It's a great you're camera. fine. <laughs> But it's like you have to keep telling yourself that. Right. Yeah. It's hard to I love new gear too. It's really Yeah. It's really tough not to have the newest and Yeah. It's just know. fun. Exactly. Just really exactly. Fun. So let me ask you, when do obviously you were shooting part of the campaign for it, you're in part of the campaign for it. Um what was it like? You know, did you get like a prototype and then give a lot of feedback early on? For the D five campaign? Mm-hmm. That was a, such an adventure. It was a prototype camera, mm -hmm. um, so not everything was finished on it. Mm -hmm. um, so we couldn't shoot and use the raw files. I had to shoot all JPEG, um, raw plus JPEG. Mm. But they ended up 
um, the engineers didn't approve the RAWs. So we ended up having to use all of the JPEGs like right out of the camera. So that was definitely very tricky. Mm -hmm. And they wanted me to shoot kind of portrait style beauty stuff Mm -hmm. and no retouching. Oh, Jesus. All JPEG. Yeah. Yes. It was such a tricky thing because, you know, hair, makeup, wardrobe, when you're shooting beauty, you see everything. Mm -hmm. So it's still hard for me sometimes to look at those ones that are on the video because they're purely unretouched. Right. Like, oh, I would just tweak, tweak her hair just a little bit. And yeah. Get, anyways. Yeah. But it was tricky because we had, I only had one day to do my part of the shoot um, because the rest of the campaign was focused mainly on sports and animals and stuff like that. So they wanted me to get my part of it done in that one day. And I had this huge marching band involved. Right. We had ton of models so it was a it was definitely a challenging day but we uh, we really had a blast oh that's great that's great yeah i feel like when people ask uh you know what's a a testament being professional yeah you can say okay you're charging for your for your work and that that's one aspect of it but to me it's like no it's like if you're a working professional at a certain level it's Mm -hmm. can you handle like a three-ring circus like that and then (laughs) and can you keep your shit together and then here's the best part. Nice. Can you do it again? You know, because right. anyone could do it once and go, oh, my God, that was awesome. Okay. But if the next job, you, you know, you fuck up, <laughs> you so know, then, right. Then you won't be getting that call again. You know what I mean? So exactly. It's uh, like I was talking to a class last night and I go, I go, uh, you guys have to shoot everything because even if you don't like it, you should have to know how to shoot it because yeah. if you're going to, if you're going to go down the road and become a working photographer, no one's going to give a shit that, you know, oh, I don't really shoot at night. No. Then you're <laughs> not going to be working. They're going to say like, right? you know what your job is as a, as a photographer? That under, no matter what, under any condition, under any mm-hmm. duress, you get the shot. Exactly. Did you get the shot? Good. That's it. <laughs> now repeat yeah. that. <laughs> and, that, and, that's, exactly. and that's a career, you know? And you can't blame the makeup artist, exactly. the hairstylist. Exactly. It all comes down to you. Because right. I, when I was first starting early in my career, sometimes um, the hair wouldn't be right. I would still shoot it because I didn't want to hurt, you know, the stylist's feelings. But then I would shoot it and then the client would come back. Oh, this hair looks terrible. Why didn't, you know, so it's still my fault. Mm-hmm. So you have to really, as a commercial photographer, speak up when things aren't working. Right. And I always sandwich my criticism. So it sort of good, bad, keeps good, bad, good. Yeah. Still, yes. Yeah. Good, so bad, you're not, good. You're not making anybody cry. Exactly. So we listen, don't want that. This on looks set. great. Love <laughs> what you're doing. But that hair's not working. It looks like shit. But I like what you're doing. So let's get this going. <laughs> like, I have a friend. I have a friend. Kind of yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a friend. If you never heard of uh, Elena Jasek, you definitely have to check out her work. Um, uh-huh. She's in a fashion photographer and nice. does amazing work. She's she's about probably about your age, very young. Yeah, probably in her mid to late twenties now. And uh, but she's very blunt. And oh, what nice. what you said was something I learned from her because I was the uh-huh. same way. You know, years ago, I, I would be like in my head, I'm going, "Yep, never using this makeup artist again." You know, and, right. I, and I'm trying to shoot because I'm thinking to myself, maybe I can make it work. And then eventually, after I burned an hour, I would probably say, you know what? Let's try something else. Yeah. But in reality, I shouldn't have wasted that hour trying to shoot right. something that I didn't think looked good. 
And for her, she, you know, again, she doesn't pull any punches. And I go, Mm -hmm. we were talking about it one day and she's like, oh, hell no. She's like, if it's not what I want, I just tell them, okay, do it over. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, I don't give a shit if it took you 40 minutes or an hour. You're going to do it again because that's not what I, that's not what I want. And I was like, right. oh my God, that's, that's exactly what you should do, you know? Yes, but, light bulb moment. Right. But in my head, I'm like, you can't say shit like that. And she's like, that's, you get what happens, right? Like literally everyone's donating their time, sure. Or, or maybe you're paying them for their services. Great. Either way, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their job. And if yes. your job is to do what this mood board says, Mm-hmm. And these color palette and this and other thing, and you're not mm-hmm. doing it. Tough shit. Do it again, you know. Yeah. And I was like, "Damn, exactly. you're right." You know, I got to work on being more more assertive and all that stuff. Yeah. And she's like, "I'm not gonna bother. I'm not gonna bother picking up my camera. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna bother shooting it until you get it right." So if that means yes. we have to all of a sudden a two hour shoot becomes an eight hour shoot, that's your problem. I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "Oh, because at least you're not wasting your time shooting something that exactly, exactly." So you said early on, right? So Mm -hmm. I know you studied abroad in in London. So yes, as a Texas girl at heart, how was that transition (laughs) for you early on? Did you travel a lot growing up, or was it kind of like a, a a bit of a culture shock that you're glad you did when you did? Yeah, I think every time you travel, you kind of learn something about yourself and. You know, I definitely have a very adventurous spirit, and I did travel some growing up as well. But um, studying abroad was definitely a big deal. I mean, I went over to London not knowing a soul uh, because I applied for this program through Syracuse University. Um, and, you know, I just randomly applied for it, got in, went over to London in Prague and studied with this amazing world-renowned fashion photographer. But I didn't. I didn't go to Syracuse University, so I didn't. Know I was going to say that's crazy because my my sister and my cousin went to Syracuse. Oh, nice! Yeah. Go Orange Men School. Yeah, yeah. So you need. Absolutely. So let me get this straight. You literally got a, a, accepted into a program to study abroad at a school you weren't mm-hmm. even attending. Yes, that's fucking impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I Googled fashion photography study abroad, and that was the only one that came up. So wow, I applied that's crazy. and went over there. I was the only Southerner too. So it was kind of interesting. They kind of got a kick out of my act. I had a very thick accent at the time. I believe so. that's called twang. Yes. A little <laughs> Texas twang. <laughs> so uh, it was definitely a little bit of a culture shock. We had to find our own housing when we were over there. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it was definitely an adventure. And we spent the whole program basically – shooting and we started out shooting friends mm-hmm. and people in the in the um school right. and then we started shooting our first models during that time as well nice. and that's when i really fell in love with fashion commercial mm-hmm. type of photography that's awesome that's so, awesome yeah. i mean you said it like the the twang thing i, I think kills me because uh when when we <laughs> sat with jeremy cower and i finally met him i was just like dude you yes. do have a because i you know i've heard it all over the years but then actually sitting down <laughs> and talking in person i'm like Damn, dude, that's a thick accent, you know, and, <laughs> you know, and and or I should say dialect, right? I mean, technically, yes. we're all in the same country, but different it's regions. So great. But um, yes. so that's awesome. So I mean, I I think that's something. So like, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? Yeah, um, I am twenty nine. Okay, so we're about pretty close in age, right? I'm gonna be thirty three. Yeah. So so cool. you can agree that what you did is kind of a dying art, right? Assisting under greats, all that kind of stuff. 
because yeah. of digital digital technology, right? I mean, for for right. a long time, I talked about this all the time. Photography was a trade, just like carpentry yeah. and, and and everything else, where you were a uh, you know, I'm blanking out the word. <laughs> I was going to say prospect, but you were an apprentice, right? Right you for years, yes. And then you built up, you know, your learning of the craft, and then eventually. You know, either you struck out on your own or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was the way it was done forever. And then all of a sudden yeah. with digital photography and anyone can own a camera, yeah. the good and the bad is that people can just circumvent that entire thing and just say, you know what, screw it. I'm pretty good. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I understand lighting. I understand this. And, and, and you know what? And that's true. There's some people who have no formal training who just suddenly like, kill it. You know, like the Joey, yeah. like the Joey L's of the world, right? Yeah, but then incredible. you still have people like then it seems like that kind of thing is so not not taboo, but it, it's just you don't see it as much. You don't see people yeah. who are you know our age or younger going, oh, if I just if I just assist for any Leibowitz, I'll then be able to, you know, I'll put in my mm-hmm. three four years and then I'll be able to take pictures. It's like no, you should be shooting right. the whole time. You know, like you should just yes. do your own thing. And, and but to say that you did it is is definitely you know pretty uh, pretty interesting and and again you could probably and I want to hear your side of it you could probably credit a lot of your meteoric success at such a young age mm-hmm. to the fact that yeah you you learned good habits or maybe you even learned what not to do but you learned things on the job definitely. assisting for these big people in Europe yes definitely so I think that. Um, one thing to keep in mind with assisting, it's really great. It just takes your learning curve up so much faster because you can learn what you like about what this photographer does and take that to your work and also learn what you don't like what this photographer does and change it up. Um, I learned so much about retouching, working with a team. I mean, it definitely working with him made such a huge impact in my career. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about it is when you're assisting, you can still be shooting your own work and keep learning. Yeah. Um, you don't have to just stay an assistant for so many years. You can right. really shoot, assist, and just do it all mm-hmm. um, while you're learning and getting started in the industry. I still love assisting just to learn from other photographers. It's really inspiring. Yeah. So no, it's true. Recommend assisting. No, yeah. and it's funny. Yeah, like I, I, uh, you know, I, I was the same way. I ne- I was self taught, right? I never. Uh-huh. I probably didn't start assisting, and and it wasn't anything serious, but. I probably didn't start even assisting at all until I was four years in the shooting. And some people would be like, well, why? Like, why are you doing it now? And I'm like, well, I was young enough that to me, Mm -hmm. to do something I could do in my sleep, you know, setting up lights for people, you know, just lugging Mm -hmm. up shit upstairs. And I get paid like (laughs) 350 bucks a day. You know, at the time I was like, why not? (laughs) If I'm not shooting that day and I'm not doing anything... Why wouldn't I? <laughs> like, you know, you do it for a couple of days. You can make a grand for literally just. Uh, otherwise, I'd probably be home sitting playing Xbox if I wasn't shooting. You know what I mean? So, like, what's what's exactly. the what's why not? You know, and yeah. you said it. That I didn't I didn't assist a whole lot, but mm-hmm. prime. But honestly, the people I did, it was like maybe forty uh, percent what to do, sixty percent what not to do. You know, yeah, and. Absolutely. And again, like I tell people all the time, that's important too. The same way mm-hmm. when you know what you like and you figure that out in life, you also got to know what you don't like. 
because then you yeah. then you go, okay, I'm going to stop doing that, or I'm going to avoid that, or whatever. Uh, and it's exactly. kind of the same the so, same exact thing. So, you, yeah. so you obviously are a huge advocate for assisting, right? Yes, definitely. Cool. Yeah. So some people like they they'll sit there and say, you know, people who just pick up a camera are doing it wrong. You have to pay your dues, or you just say everyone's <laughs> different, right? Everyone learns differently. I say differently. everyone is different. You yeah. know, if you're just super smart and you know to always, you know, all these rules that, you know, you kind of learn through assisting. If you mm-hmm. have learned these some other way, I say more power to you. You know, there's yeah. the thing about photography, there's not really any definite path Mm-mm. that's going to take you to a certain level or it's really all up to you to create your own path and your own adventure. Um, and I think that's really the beauty of photography is that, I mean, all of our adventures are completely different because we have a different skill set. We have a different way we work with people. We have a different style. Um, so I think that's really the beauty of it and really just creating your own path. So, and it's interesting to me too, that you could put two photographers shooting the same exact person, same exact wardrobe, same exact everything, Mm -hmm. but then their pictures can look completely different. Oh yeah. And I love that about photography. Yeah, me too. And it's so funny because You you can appreciate this that what that was the big thing right that was when digital mm-hmm. took over that was the biggest gripe the the you know the old film shooters or let's just say the veterans would <laughs> say is like oh people are giving up trade secrets people are you know uh, uh, giving away their you know their, their their money why are you telling people how they lit things what is this behind the scenes crap <laughs> and I always told people like I don't understand how people think like that because what you just said. I can give someone my $6,000 camera. I can give them all my lighting. I can give them an agency model. It doesn't mean that suddenly they're going to be taking images like me. It doesn't mean that they're going to suddenly be my competition. And you know what? Exactly. If they are, you, let's just say it does. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Power to them for being yes. that kick-ass. But <laughs> oops on me. Because if someone overnight can do what I can do and takes clients from me, mm-hmm. I'm not doing my job. Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. So, so it's kind of like I, in that respect, I'll tell people all the time, I will literally teach you every single thing I know. I don't care. Mm -hmm. You know, because like, like you said, um, for you, what, what you did is not so much a testament to like the technical side. It's no, it's Mm -hmm. a testament to your hustle, to your skill set, to your drive, um, you know, to you actually getting out and, 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 seeing new things you know no one you didn't have to study abroad you know most people think about your our age or or when you were going right at your age Mm -hmm. uh they go abroad to party (laughs) oh let's go to ibiza let's go here let's go there no i'm gonna go here and just work and and just touch shit with my hands (laughs) no one wants to do (laughs) and it's gonna be awesome for my career and it has i think (laughs) That's a really interesting point. Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really party much in the the London study abroad. I was just so excited to go out and make pictures. Um, but I think a lot of people, yeah, I guess they do go to study abroad more to party. But oh, come on. I was focused. Yeah, let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you don't go over there to so go. True. I'm going to study. I'm going to teach them how to play beer pong, and then I'm going to like you know kill it. No, you just go to like experience experience life, have fun. Right. Sure. But yes. some people, it's like they forget that they're still in school. 
you know, <laughs> whatever. So, so tell me, when was that moment for you when suddenly you looked up and thought, whoa, like I'm hitting a different gear than most at this point in my early career? Oh, man, that's an interesting question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Have I had that moment? <laughs> okay, so I, I, I can see, right? You could probably attest and say, well, like most people, I don't ever have that feeling like I've made it. And that's for sure. I That's that's a testament to a good creative. But at the same time, let's be real. If you're sitting there going, all right, I went from studying abroad to do this, and suddenly I'm shooting campaigns for Nikon, you know, and I'm in my 20s, <laughs> people are probably going like, who the hell, where did this girl come from? And you're like, oh, oh Texas, gosh. represent. We do it big. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, man. I, gosh, that is a very, well, it's funny when you put it that way. I'm right. like, wow, that's great. But I, I mean, it's just been a huge adventure. Mm-hmm. I've just been so focused. Right. I literally haven't had a boyfriend in five or six years because I've been so Shit, focused. On I don't blame you. Career. Yeah. Um, but I think that, I mean, I always, I do dream boards, mm-hmm. you know, like a mood mm-hmm. board, but a dream yeah. board for my life. Mm-hmm. So I do those yearly. So I put Nikon on my dream board like seven years ago that I really wanted to work with them. And I really, really um, put my mind on mm-hmm. that. And I don't know. I, I I think that I've had some really great opportunities like working with. I worked with a TV show for a while on HDNet mm-hmm. and I was on the show and shooting for the show. That definitely helped my career a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like baby steps. Yeah. You know, one thing leads you to something else right. and you make mistakes and learn along the way. And I mean, there's so many amazing photographers out there that do amazing things and I just, I just keep on shoot. I just love, I love shooting mm-hmm. and it's just been a crazy adventure. That's great. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think <laughs> I you, no, that. no, no. Honestly, I think you did because, because what I took away from that was you, you're the type of person who, who said, okay, I'm going to set lofty goals. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, if you ever heard of like Gary Vaynerchuk or anything, uh, okay. Yeah, so, absolutely. so he talks about the clouds and the dirt, right? It's like that. You have to have aspirations because you have to have bigger things than yourself to work towards. But then you have mm-hmm. to be realistic enough that again you're gonna you're gonna get your hands dirty, and you're gonna put in yes. the work every day that you have to to get there. So for someone like yourself, if you say, "Okay, I have a dream board," and I put something on there, and then I just put my head down and did work, it, it, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like even when you hit these points where most people would go, "Holy shit." All you're going is, yep, check that box off. Okay, what's the next box? Okay, all right, put goes <laughs> to work on that. And you're just ticking boxes. You're just ticking boxes right? of things that you're like, this would be really cool. But yeah. but it's funny because when I said that to you, you you honestly genuinely reacted like you know I've never actually, oh, I've never actually looked up from all the work I was doing. <laughs> I'm an ambassador for Nikon. Wow, right? <laughs> like it just it just blew it's you away. Very true. Because it's true. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm too busy actually doing work. Uh, you know, like if I wanted to slow down and, and and kick my feet up, I don't know, maybe I'd go on a vacation for two days. I don't know. But that hasn't happened yes. in five years either. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, <laughs> right. it's kind of like, you know, when you mentioned not having a boyfriend for so long, it was so funny. As a typical <laughs> outsider, you know, I was always judgmental of like the Hollywood types who 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 always had mm-hmm. like, you know, really short-lived relationships and marriages. 
But then as I got older, I started thinking they're just like photographers, right? Where if you're if you're <laughs> half worth your salt, you're traveling all the time, you're shooting all the time, yes. and and it it you have to have a point where you sit there and say it's okay to be selfish, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. forego the partying. I'm gonna forego a, a relationship that that honestly most people probably want. But you're you're saying right now, my mm-hmm. priority is my career, my priority is my right. art, and it, and if I do that then just a, a relationship doesn't make sense because all it's going to do is you're just going to be two people who are going to eventually hurt each other. And for what, you know? Right. And so hearing that is like, yeah, when I started getting older and, and, and traveling and, and I started realizing like I'd move on a whim because I could, I'm like, wow, yes. no wonder it's really hard oh. to have a relationship, you know? Yes. And it's so tough as a photographer. Yeah. 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 And like, it would be so funny because for a long time I would date other photographers and uh-huh. and people will be like, well, why? And I'm like, honestly, because they're the only people who kind of get me, you know? Yes. And I would have friends and, and girls that I dated when I was younger before I found mm-hmm. photography that they wouldn't get it, you know? Exactly. They'd be like, oh, my God, I don't think- all these chicks, all this, all that. And I'm like, it's a job. <laughs> it's, you know, it's a job. Oh, you're traveling. You're going exactly. here. It's a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. like. And I think that people that have eight to fives or people that have norm, more normal jobs have a hard time understanding the amount right. of work that it takes to do this job. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I'm up till two, three in the morning just trying to get done pre-production for this or that. And I'm so in my zone that sometimes I don't return texts right away and things like that. People are like, how can you not see your phone? For three hours. And I'm like, I was just really focused on what I was doing. It's just, and I think until people are either in it doing the same thing right. or maybe assisting, don't realize just how much work it right. is. Right. Yeah. Because when I got into yeah. it, I had no idea that it was going to be this much work. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, and that's, <laughs> so. and that's a thing. It's so funny. Like yeah. that's what people a lot of times like kind of knocks them back is, oh, wow, this is glamorous. No, it's not. Sorry, no. being a self-employed person in any field is not glamorous. Yes, exactly. Uh, being an entrepreneur is not glamorous. It fucking sucks. Exactly. It has some glamorous moments. Well, no, that those are, like are just the, the highs. I, w- I still wouldn't yes, call them glamorous. But those don't <laughs> those, happen all that right, often. Exactly. <laughs> those are the highs and they yes. do make the lows worth it. But yes. to even still say things are glamorous. I don't know. I mean, for instance, yeah. anyone could say when you're in and Nikon ad, and you also have shot Nikon ads. That's glamorous. But I'm asking you, and you're like, "Yeah, it was, was kind of cool, right?" So there is, there really is no glamorous. It's just like, oh wait, no, I'm so excited. I mean, it was so exciting. No, of course, I don't want you no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not downplaying it. What I'm saying is, like again, yeah. like you said, when you're in it, when you're working, mm-hmm. when you're checking off things on your box, and you're having success, it's just. It's not even glamorous. It's no, no. I worked my ass off for this. I deserve mm-hmm. this. This is cool. Glamorous <laughs> to me is cool. a little different thing where people go. Yeah, glamorous is a whole right. different. That word doesn't even exactly. go Exactly. That's what I mean. Yes. Not that you didn't yes. not care. <laughs> Nikon's going, <laughs> what is she doing? <laughs> um, so, oh my gosh, definitely the happiest moment in my photo Exactly. Career. So so definitely. I want to talk about hopefully what is another what was another highlight. So like many of the guests mm-hmm. of our show, uh, you're, a, mm-hmm. you're a Creative Live kind of alumni. 
So tell yeah. me, what was that experience like for you? And and for people who don't know, kind of give us a little backstory about how, like where in your career was that in relation with everything else that was going on? Yeah, absolutely. I try to remember, you know, I am so bad about time. I feel like it's the past, you know, since I got out of college, it's been a whole big blur. Right. Yeah. But I remember, you know, going to WPPI and obviously I got to know some of the amazing creative live people. Mm-hmm. Um, such an amazing crew there. Oh my there. God. It's, I yeah, mean, people don't realize incredible. when you go there and you see how big of a production it is. Yes. It's insane. It's so inspiring. Right, yeah. Yes. So I loved the people there. Um, they asked me if I wanted to be a part of their photo week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so definitely I was totally game. I think that I didn't realize getting into it, just how intimidating that process might Mm be just having all these cameras on you and having to teach. And I'm not really naturally, I'd say a good teacher. Mm -hmm. I'm working on that part Mm -hmm. of things. Um, naturally my passion is shooting. You're an operator. Yeah, that's fine. So yeah, I try to do my best with teaching mm-hmm. and try to help people and all of that. So I think I was a little bit, I was very nervous. Right. And, uh, but it ended up being a really amazing experience. I really enjoyed it. That's so, great. I mean, and yeah. you said it, I mean, like we've had, I mean, geez, I mean, let's see, like uh, Pratik Naik, Zach Sun, I'm trying to think who else, uh, Renee Robin, who just recently was on, yeah. uh, you know, obviously Chase himself. Um, yeah. you know, Kenneth Klosterman, uh, Skip so, Cohen. So many yeah. Yeah. So people. many amazing people. Yes. And then you sit there and say like, uh, you know, this is insane. This is crazy. And they've, and what's neat, what's neat for me is they've all kind of been a part of that, that ecosystem. And it's something that I've been a huge proponent of and, and a lot of have followed along, uh, over the years. And uh, yeah. was lucky enough to even win a contest a couple of years ago to go check out their their San Francisco studio when that oh launched. Gosh, yeah, awesome. that was great, and that was what introduced me to Chase wow. and all that. Yeah, so it was it was oh, great. Cool. And I tell people like, so enter contest. Yeah, exactly. Contest. And you know what's huge. funny? That was the first contest I ever <laughs> entered in my life. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm probably gonna rewrite. I wrote an article when I got back about it, but I'm probably gonna rewrite it because it's pretty crappy. But it was just like, <laughs> I, it was a whirlwind 72 hours, you know? And yeah. um, and then, you know, I've been back since, you know, I went to, when I recorded with Chase, I recorded at Creative Live in Seattle. So I got to go to Seattle. Oh, that's amazing. And he gave me the tour of what they're, all the construction they're doing there. And again, yeah. it's, it's insane. Like, it's insane how how big as it is, it's still getting bigger. And and right. seeing from what it came from, you know, six years ago now is isn't it's crazy. Exactly. And uh and I tell people it's it's so worth checking it out, you know. If you haven't, check it out. Let's be real. Come on, what rock have you been under? Um, but I think yes. for people, what I think is neat is all the people who've been on it who can say, like, yeah, like it's crazy. And some people will literally have mm-hmm. a a pretty good grasp on teaching and they'll still uh-huh. say it was crazy. Like I, you know, like I thought I'd been on some big things and I'd done this and I'd done that, yes. but going there and seeing what it's like, it's, it spins your head around. It's crazy. So Definitely tell us does. what's the biggest thing you've cool. got in the pipeline that you can talk about. Ooh. Um, you mean shoot wise? Yeah, yeah, or... And again, like you can, you can talk about it. Cause I know a lot of that stuff is you can't until, you know, until it comes out. I but. mean, actually I can, 
right now I'm in the middle of working on two big productions mm -hmm. and uh, right now I'm shooting next week in Austin for a company called Magpul. Oh my God. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. So I'm a Yay. big firearms guy and yeah. You oh are? yeah, yeah. That's so awesome. when I, when I read about you shooting that calendar a couple of years ago, <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, you're from Texas. Of That's course, so you know how to shoot a gun. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You got yeah. to. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we're shooting this year um, again. Nice. So, it'll be my third calendar. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. So, what's that been like for you, art like art direction-wise, right? Because I yeah. think they kind of gave you, uh, or maybe why they went to you, I remember, was because it, they wanted something different than what they've been doing, you know? Yeah. So, has it... They wanted more right so forward. has it been like every year you kind of re you kind of give a lot of direction in terms of retweaking it or has mm -hmm. it just been getting like the production just been getting bigger and better kind of thing um the production definitely grows mm -hmm. um they've kind of gone with a different theme every oh, okay. year the first year was more high fashion the next year um, this past year was more, um, I'd say sexy Ralph Lauren, if that even that makes does. sense. It was more you. like your yeah. normal calendar. This year is going to be super artistic. Um, so more fine art style. Cool. And I work a lot with the art director is actually an amazing model and makeup artist. So we collaborate on the whole project. That's awesome. Come up with the models and they give us a lot of creative. That's freedom, awesome. So. That's great. You know, yeah. and, and let's be real here that's it's good to have a good calendar come out because you know how it is that industry if i just see one more fucking hand bra with like an ar i'm gonna lose my shit and right. it's just it's everywhere and i'm like oh yes like we don't want the cliche kind they don't know. they're really hip companies exactly so they, they get like it taking things and what to, kills yeah, me is like level. can anyone can anyone those all the other uh you know, calendars. Can anyone have like trigger discipline? Is that like unheard of? Right? Like you're selling, you're selling that's firearms so and no one, no one follows this. Apparently <laughs> it kills me, but that's, so that's the end of my rant. So listen, uh, right. Dixie, thank you for taking the time out. We're getting towards the end yes. and we have a okay. couple deep questions. All right. Okay. So we're going to try and keep these <laughs> to about a minute or two in terms of, um, you know, response. Cool. All okay. right. All right. Yes. So let's get into it. Okay. What's the biggest risk you've taken in your artistic career? Ooh, biggest risk. You know what? I remember reading these beforehand <laughs> and I thought, oh man, I should really think on this. And then I somehow got distracted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, You're like, I put my head down. Next I thing you know, five days later, <laughs> shit. Oh gosh. The biggest risk I've taken. Well, I took a big risk this mm -hmm. year. Um, I hired my first um, like a uh, producer oh, that's going to work with me directly. Cool. So it's not just me anymore. Right. So hiring someone is, it's a big mm -hmm. deal. You have to make sure and make their salary mm -hmm. and everything and making sure with photography, no job is, is really guaranteed. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a big, it, it's been a big stress for me mm -hmm. this year, but it's also been a huge you know, blessing because she's really getting me organized and getting me more clients mm -hmm. because I can focus more on the photography. Yeah. So, no, you said it. Yeah. I mean, when I talked to Chase about that, that was the same thing. I was like, what was that like? Cause it's a, you said it, it's a, it's a big fucking deal. Like you suddenly yeah. go from 
you know, a bootstrap startup and saying it's just you to suddenly I have someone else's livelihood in my hands. And that's not, that shouldn't be taken lightly. Uh, So, (laughs) you know, even with the success you've had to say that you've waited this long to finally make the jump is, is commendable because, you know, you could have done it, you know, you could have done it a while back. And, and, but at the same time, it was getting to the point where you're comfortable with that risk, you know? Um, And, and that again, you, you gave it, pretty much the appropriate amount of time and thought that it should get, but sometimes doesn't, <laughs> you know, unfortunately. Yes. So, Cause I've worked yeah. with her for the past couple of years. So I know her exactly. really well. Um, Cause it's hard yeah. when you're hiring people, you want to make sure that they're the right mm-hmm. fit. No, for sure. So name your biggest fear creatively. Ooh. Mm. Biggest fear creatively. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the more that I shoot, the more confidence that I have um, in my career. So, I mean, I guess the biggest fear creatively is just not remaining current. Yeah, You know, you got to really keep shooting personal Mm -hmm. work, um, keep doing your thing in order to keep creating. And I think that's a real big drive for me is not because I've been so busy with client work over the past couple Mm -hmm. of years. and I just shot a ton of personal work nice. this past month. Nice. And it's like, oh, I can, you know, you get back mm-hmm. to. You understand why you why pick you up started. a camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yes. I tell people, so it's just important it is. to keep that mm-hmm. current. Yeah, because you know how it goes. Like any amount of money you make doesn't matter. Eventually it becomes a yes. job just like anything else. And the stress gets to you. And if you don't, like you said, shoot personal work, shoot personal projects. Remind yourself why you picked up a camera. Remind yourself. It's yes. supposed to be fun, right? Yes. <laughs> That's so, it it's have so to be this important. Huge source of exactly. Stress. It's so important. Yes. So, name the most meaningful moment in your career thus far. Ooh. Mm. I told you this is the deep section, girl. You yes, were doubting it, it. Come on. Oh, man. I think in my, I mean, work wise in my career, it's always the most meaningful moment when I see the look on my client's face when I've delivered what they're looking nice, for. Yeah. So it's always kind of going for that mm-hmm. is definitely huge. I mean, I've had so many, I mean, just connecting with people and, and I feel like with photography really, as opposed to some other jobs, you really connect with people on a deeper mm-hmm. level. I really get to know my clients really well and just seeing the, their faces light up and then seeing, you know, when this whole dream team of people creates something amazing, seeing the looks on their face when they see the images, yeah. it's just, it's really nice. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what drives me to create more. That's awesome. So I'd say my next shoot is my next meaningful. Yeah. And you know what? Nobody could fault you yeah. because all that means is you're just me. You're just, you're just uh, continuing to be present. That's all. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. uh, like we say, I, I don't really feel like any, any photographer, any creative uh, worth their salt ever feels like, oh, I've made it. Like, this is the highlight. I mean, there are highlights, right. but it's just, then you just Absolutely. know, like, a minute later, it's fleeting and it's over. All right, what's next? <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, name yes. the biggest regret in your career. Ooh, biggest regret. I honestly, I don't think that I have any big regrets. I have mistakes that sure. I've made along mm-hmm. the way. But I think all of those have led me on this path. Yeah. So I really don't think I have any big yeah. regrets. And believe me, everyone who says that feels like, oh, my God, is that trite? Is that whatever? I'm like, no. But at the same time, it's it's life. It's called 
being yeah. self-aware and saying, if I didn't screw up, no matter how much it exactly. hurt, you know, and it, might, it could have been like, yes. oh, I screwed up or it could have been like, that was embarrassing. Like that was a really big <laughs> right. learning moment. But again, if you learn from it and then you pivot and you don't make that mistake twice, then all right, then it's not really a regret because otherwise you'd still, you'd still exactly. be doing the same shit, you know? So, um, yeah. so yeah. So a lot of people follow when they answer that, they're like, oh, I feel like that's such a dumb answer. I'm like, it's not, it's just, you're just human, <laughs> you know, like some. Cause I've made, trust me, so many exactly. mistakes throughout this whole exactly. adventure, but luckily I guess they haven't really turned into regrets. Right, right. Nothing so. too <laughs> catastrophic. So we're good. This ship, yes, this ship is still floating. Exactly. Got a couple holes, but it's still floating. <laughs> so exactly. this is, especially for photographers, this is always the deepest one. If you couldn't share your work <laughs> with anyone, would you still shoot? Mm -hmm. Definitely. Nice. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, this feeds my soul. <laughs> this feeds my soul. <laughs> I've seen it. That's going to be literally, that's going to be after this, after we have this conversation, I'm going to post that. Here's here's a quote from talking oh, to Dixon Dixon. It feeds my soul, my precious. <laughs> I totally am yeah, red right now. That's fine. <laughs> I said that was such you did with gusto. <laughs> Hell yeah! Come on now, Texas. We do it big in Texas. So that's right. We that's do. awesome. Sorry. No, I mean, yes. so it's yeah, it's um <laughs> to me, it's um, it's it's funny. Everyone has a different, like uh, the answers are usually split in half, but uh -huh. everyone knows right away, you know, and, and I, I see both sides, you know, like I, I can tell yeah. I would still shoot because I, I still shoot lots of stuff. Nobody sees, you know, I still uh, mm -hmm. pull over and take a picture of my phone and never do anything with it, you know, um, right. but at the same time, a lot of people, and like you said yourself, um, they get a lot of fulfillment from sharing their work with others so if you can't do that you know like i was talking to tara malackie and she was like would it hurt yeah would it suck yes <laughs> would i feel like a lot less fulfilled yep but would i still shoot right. of course you know like yeah you Absolutely. know so that's why we're doing this you know yeah. well listen that's a very good yeah yeah hers is good so listen thank <laughs> you dixie i'm sure you can't believe it we've already been hours flown by um, crazy. I so thank you. With I'm you. so glad. Great. So your work is. Thank beautiful. you. Thank you. So I've enjoyed. Following thank you. you. So yeah. where can people check out your stuff and learn more about what you do? Yeah. Um, Dixie Dixon.com is, um, the website has every link on there. Instagram it's under, I am Dixie Dixon. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. All right, cool. So last but not least, who's someone mm -hmm. that you would like to hear us talk to on the show? And I, and I always say this to photographers, mm -hmm. they don't have to be photographers. I mean, especially with you, you might have a, a great, you know, creative director, art director you like working with. And, and we always like talking with, you know, people who, help get a shoot going you know um yeah. so yeah just let me know okay oh man there's so there, many can i list a yes few? list a few and <laughs> so we always tell this to everyone list like you know if you want to list two or three that's great and then remember there's this yes. thing called email so if you think of any yes. others you can definitely <laughs> chat with them see if they'd be down and just you know loop us okay. in on the email and we'll take it from there perfect that sounds great. All right. So do you want me yeah, to go ahead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just give a couple. Yeah, okay. So so basically it's me saying that I'm going to make do. You know, people actually hear it and go, yes. okay, you got to get that person. 
Um, you definitely should talk with an amazing rock star photographer. He shoots a ton of really great drummer images. He has this thing he does called Drummer Love. Have you heard of Mike Corrado? Name sounds familiar, but I'm really bad with names. So I'll definitely I'll look that up. Really amazing photographer. Um, have you talked with Matthew Jordan Smith? No, but the funny, the funny thing is, who was the last person we spoke to? And they said, if you haven't talked to him, you have to. And I was like, I've met him, yes. but I've never, we've never, uh, we don't have a work, like I don't have a, a dialogue with him. So I'll definitely try and get him on. Yes. Both of those two are some of the most passionate, just really great people. Um, and then another one, have you heard of Ron McGill? No. Oh, he is, um, he's actually a zookeeper turned photographer. Whoa, cool. He's incredible. And he gives the most hilariously awesome, like you'll get so much fun content. Like he is just such a big personality. Mm-hmm. So those three definitely, I mean, I have so many more, no, but for those sure. three definitely. All right, definitely out. I will. Yeah. And as always, you know how this works. We all love to network. So if you ever have uh, you know, work relationship yeah. with them, chat with them, and maybe reach out and drop us an email, we'll we'll just kinda a warm lead's always appreciated. Absolutely. Right. Can definitely well, listen, Dixie, thank you for taking the time out. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh I had a great yes. time chatting with you. And uh hopefully we'll see you around soon, right? On the expo floors. Sounds good. Good. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. You too. So guys, if you're curious about using borrow lenses, you'll be happy to know all of their gear is tested, calibrated, reset, and cleaned after every order. They accept major credit card and most debit cards, and the majority of orders they process do not require a deposit. They love it when their gear gets to travel worldwide, but you have to promise to share some photos when you get back. Remember to visit borrowlenses.com and enter AM10 to redeem your exclusive 10% Angry Millennial discount. Mm-hmm.